Hi, I'm Heather Yang. I'm a podcaster, entrepreneur, consultant, and a parent at the Primary Day School in the suburb of Washington D.C. In this podcast, you will hear the insight about Primary Day School from the head of school, teachers, students, and parents to discuss PDS value, belief, diversity, and inclusion. Not just academic, but also our life. Welcome to the Beacon Voices a podcast for Primary Day School. Ah,、uh, this is Heather, and today I'm going to interview the head of PDS Primary Day School, Mr. Neil Muffson. Good morning, Mr. Muffson. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Good morning to you. Thanks for interviewing me today. Before we get started, could you please let us know more about your background? I know you are a seasoned educator. Could you please brief us? What did you do before you joined PDS? Sure. Yeah. Sure. This is my second year here at PDS. But before that, I was the head of another pre-K through eighth grade school in Eastern Maryland for thirty years. And after that thirty-year period, which coincided with, ironically, the start of the pandemic. I had announced my retirement, and、um, had moved to Maine. But then、um, I was doing some consulting work, and while I loved it, I didn't find it、um, to be as satisfying as being with a group of children every day and working with teachers and families, all in pursuit of common goals. So I was starting to think about that, and then I was fortunate enough to get a call from、um, the search consultant who was. Leading the head search for PDS, and、um, they told me about this very unique school. So I came here, but、um, I have a long. My entire career has been devoted to education. I started after I graduated from college as a high school English teacher at a boarding school in Massachusetts, and then、um, went on to graduate school. And after that, I taught middle school. In、uh, at Princeton Day School in New Jersey, and then、um, at the age of 26, I became a middle school head at、um, a school in Nashville, Tennessee, that was、uh, grades pre-K through eight,、um, and I was there for five years when I got a call about the school where I spent an entire generation.、Um, so that's where I've been. I grew up outside of Boston. And lived there my entire life. Went to college in New England, and grad school in New England, and、uh, pretty much thought I would stay in New England till I got、um, the opportunity to go to Princeton Day School, which, by the way, also called itself PDS.、Um, and、um, I thought I was moving to the South at that point, being a lifelong New Englander. But then, of course, I moved to Nashville. And when I left Nashville to come to Maryland, some people said to me, "Oh, you're going back to the north."、Mm-hmm. And New Englanders said, "Oh, you're staying in the south."、Yeah. So here I am.、Yeah. Anyway, glad to be here. Yeah. So across your career, you have been in all different kind of schools from senior high、yeah. till you know the pre-K. So why do you make your choice of you know decide of being a head of school at PDS, where only focus on the pre-K till second grade? Right. And The reason really is because of that focus,、mm-hmm. because of at this stage in my career, I knew、um, I wanted to be kind of picky if I was going to return to being、um, a head of school, and、um, 
as soon as I heard about PDS, it captivated me because it sounded like it truly was unique with its spirit, its joyfulness, its laser focus on what I see as the most important years of a child's educational um, journey, um, the years of between four and eight years old, where so much is solidified. So as I got to know the school, learned more and more, and sensed the very special spirit that was here, um, I knew I was interested in coming here. But interestingly enough, during the pandemic, all of my interviews um, were by Zoom. Yeah. But still, the spirit of the school really shone through. And it, was, it sounded very exciting. And so that's really why I decided to come here. Yeah, that's very true. Um, so my question is that you did all your interview via Zoom during the pandemic. So when you first arrive at the school and uh, have a real life example here, it got to be like something different or something different than expected uh, while meeting everybody online. Well, I was very excited because the people who interviewed me, which included a group of trustees and faculty members and then parents and parents association and teachers, um, they were remarkable people. And uniformly, they spoke of their love of the school and how PDS was really um, a gem of the school and a very, very special place filled with joy and light and um, also strong academics. But, so I, w I was excited and, and those people radiated the energy of the school. Um, so my biggest surprise was that when I got here, mm -hmm. it was even better than that. Yeah. As soon as the children started to arrive, yeah. they animate the place with such positivity, such energy, such curiosity, such excitement, such love, um, and, by the way, such hard work, too, um, and um, responsibility that um, I, I just felt right away in my first week that I had made the right decision um, and that it was a wonderful place um, to land. Yeah, that's true. But I also understand that there got to be a lot of pressure, uh, especially your first year. Because sure. of the pandemic, a lot of things have changed. Yes. We used to get used to the face-to-face -face meeting, especially for kids at this early right. age. Right. But a lot of uh, schools were conducted via Zoom. And we always have shutdowns from here to there because of the positive cases right. happening. So I can understand that will be a very tough time for everybody especially for head of school. You need to coordinate between the teachers, the parents, the right. students. Right. But what is the aha moment or certain stories that you knew you made the right choice? Um, I think as I started to meet um, teachers, as I started to meet parents, and just hear about their commitment to this place, I, I heard stories of um, gratitude, Gratitude that PDS had opened um, the year before, when many, many schools did not. Um, and you say that it was maybe challenging as a head of school um, during the pandemic, and it was. But I have to say the path was made infinitely easier for me by the work of Scott Lawrence, the prior head, and the board and all the teachers who had really fantastic, well-thought-out um, game plans for every possible contingency. And we had a remarkable 
group of parents who um, were on our medical team. These are people who are internationally known in their fields, yet um, they gave their time and direction to PDS. So I have to say, before school started, I had a meeting with those with that medical team. And first we just got to know each other a little bit, and they told me um, why they were at PDS. And um, in those moments, as I spoke to those parents, the whole mission of the school came alive for me. And I knew that if this is an example of the parent body, the children were going to be amazing too. And um, so I, I, I think every day I'm, I'm grateful for the chance to be here and um, that I found the school and the school found me. Yeah, uh, I think something unique about PDS is that as a parent being here for four years, I have observed how close the children can be, not only with the class teacher, but also with the head of school. For instance, yes. I remember I have been to a book publishing party where you presented mm -hmm. to, you know, read the stories with the kids and pretend some characters from the book. Right. And also uh, the gingerbread hunting. Right. Every <laughs> single year, they just went into your office right. trying to figure out if you are the person still right. the gingerbread man. <laughs> right. Yeah, right. That's, I think those are all the, you know, cher cherish, um, you know, childhood memories they will remember. Well, you know, and that's another reason why I wanted to come here because I had the sense from early on that I could really interact and be with the kids and be a presence in their lives. Um, my last school was larger mm -hmm. and had more grades and more complexities um, that came with those different ages. And I found I was uh, less able to spend time with the children. And I knew that if I was going to step into a headship again, that was really critical to me because I think in many ways, you know, I'm a kid still at heart. And um, I have so many memories of my own childhood and elementary education mm -hmm. that I've just been drawn to it uh, and, and to this work. So um, I think these are the most fun ages to be involved with, but they're also the most important. Yeah, that's another uniqueness about you and the PDS. Uh, I do remember my kids told me that we are going to have a bear beacon because the bear is my favorite animal. So I'm like, oh. I don't remember that before. He said, yeah, it's Mr. Muffin's idea because his favorite animal is a bear. Right. So you did bring some you know, personal influences yeah. to the school, which is very fun and unique yeah. and memorable. The, the college I went to had the, the, a bear as its uh, mascot. Okay. And so um, I was given a gift of a antique carved bear. Mm. They call them um, black forest bears, although they're really from Switzerland, from about the 1880s. I put it out in my office because I loved it so much. Mm -hmm. This was at my last school. And then people started bringing me bears. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I don't know how many I have, but um, some first graders were in here recently, and they, the thing they wanted to do was count the bears. And just in this office, there are 19. Yeah. <laughs> so it's fun. Yeah, you know the character about the bear because you know I'm passionate about animals, so I know this. Yes. The character, unique character about the bear is that uh, the bear mother is the only animal that will not just uh, taking care of her own children, but she will also taking care of other children as of her own. That if she came across some you know um, 
bear cubs, not right. her own kids, right. she will just bring them home and treat yeah. them as their own children. I think that's very similar to the PDF belief here. I, I, that's an right? ex- excellent, excellent point. Yeah, there is a, a warm sense of community here that's unlike anything I've experienced before, even though I loved my last school and that was a great experience too. But the sense of community here is deep. I think it's, um, it's again, goes back to our focus. Um, the children are young. Um, the teachers are developmental experts, um, great teachers, and also, most importantly to me, they're also great people. They're the kind of people that you would want to be friends with. Yes. Um, and uh, that you feel comfortable having as role models for your children because, let's face it, they spend most of their waking hours um, with their teacher um, as opposed to any other one adult. Yeah, another thing I like uh, PDS because, you know, two of my kids went with two different pre-K teachers. Uh-huh. I always get anxious new parents asking me, my kids get into the class of, you know, Miss Mashidi or Miss right. McDonald. Uh, you know, how do you like of her? I said, regardless which teacher's class you are getting into, you are in great hands. Right. Because I have both kids went both right. of their class, and right. they're both amazing in their right. own unique ways. Right. Uh, and another thing you just mentioned about this co- uh, smaller community is that when parents drop off their kids, their siblings always sit on the car. Yes. So before they get enrolled yeah. or admitted to the school, right. they already know you. Right. They already they know feel, the teacher right. who greets their big brothers right. or big sisters. Right. So when you see their faces, you know, coming from that toddler car seat or right. even the baby car seat, right. when they kind of walk into your school right. as your newest pre-K, right. that's a totally different feeling. Yeah, it, yes. it is, and it's, it's wonderful because so many families... Um, want to send all their children here, mm-hmm. and uh, they go through the whole school. I, I, I love the way I start my morning every morning. I'm outside uh, and greeting every child as they come in the door, um, and I used to shake hands with every child in pre-pandemic days and, um, re- and teach them how to greet someone, how to look someone in the eye and say some words of greeting. So when I came to PDS, since we were in the pandemic, we decided instead to go with a fist bump. Um, but all the children, you know, even our very youngest ones, look me in the eye, say good morning, I greet them, and um, then they go on their way. And I think that even though that's a very small thing, um, it really says to the kids that um, you're welcome here, you're seen here, you're loved here, this is your place. Yeah. yeah, I really like the way you uh, treat the children as the first priority of the whole school. I remember there was one time you sent a very angry email, which <laughs> doesn't seem like from you, but it indeed from you, yeah. about the driving speed at the campus, yeah, yeah. that you reinforce uh, children are still at play, or you right. know at their earlier age that right. they cannot tell the uh, dangerous of right, the parking right, lot right. to ask all the parents to follow uh, less than five miles per yeah, hour, right? Five, Am I right? right. <laughs> well, what I always say, the speed, it, oh, and Heather, I, I hope it wasn't, that not everyone thought it was angry. It was maybe stern, it was direct for sure, okay? Because, look, number one, mm-hmm. what families want from a school is safety. Yes. In this day and age, they want to know not just that the academics 
and the social and emotional areas are taken care of, but that their child's going to be safe. Yes. And, you know, I completely get it. Um, our families are very accomplished, very busy people, and they drive in here sometimes too fast. And periodically people need a reminder. What I always say, the speed limit should be on campus is no faster than a small child can walk. Yes. Um, and if we all just put down our phones, and if we all just slow down um, for the few minutes that people have to be on campus to drop off and pick up, um, we know we can be at ease that our children mm -hmm. are safe. So we, yeah, but you know, you bring up a good point. Everything at this school is, is about the children and, and about what is best for four to eight-year-olds. You, you mentioned a moment ago um, that a very important thing to me, and that is that, um, that parents here really can be assured that whichever teacher their child has in any grade, they're going to have an outstanding experience. Um, and I'm very fortunate here that my predecessors um, did such a fantastic job with hiring and developing and retaining the strongest possible faculty um, who are not just developmental experts, like I said, but uh, they literally love every child in their class. And, um, you know, to me, as head of school, I think... Um, after keeping everyone safe, probably the most important task is to hire outstanding teachers. Because, you know, no matter how good a head of school can be, okay, if the, if the head of school does not have um, a really deep bench of completely talented and committed teachers who not only buy into but live the school's mission, school has nothing, right? And you entrust your precious children to us. And I really take that seriously. To me, that's like a sacred trust. Um, I know as a parent, um, that's the way I viewed uh, the schools to which my children went as well. Um, so um, the quality of that teacher is important. And to me, it's really critical to know every child well, to know every parent in the school by name, to be familiar with them, to speak with them. Um, you know, I often joke that not only, as you said, do infants come every morning in the carpool line, but pets. So I know many, many <laughs> PDS pets. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's very uh, unique perspective about PDS because unlike other school, I remember when I asked you something about my daughter, you don't need to find a notebook. You don't need to mm -hmm. talk to the teacher first to gather right. the information. You can just tell me right. without checking any information on right. computer to right. let me know where she's doing great and right. where she can do better. Yeah, and that's yeah. because um, we have some really powerful systems in place that we meet frequently um, as grade-level teams. And, um, and beyond that, if anything comes up, I... What I always say to a teacher is, you know, if, if more than once you have that little voice in the back of your head that says, hmm, I wonder what's going on here, or wow, that's amazing, that's the time to reach out to a parent and the time to reach out to me too. Mm -hmm. Because together, 
um, we can make sure that uh, no little problem develops into a mountain. Yes. Yeah, I believe, like, one of my guiding principles is as much as possible to be proactive, to try to anticipate as many situations as possible, and um, if a situation develops, as inevitably they will, um, to just be on top of it and work on it assiduously um, and directly and honestly. Um, and I find that our parents respond to that tremendously. Um, they know to expect that from us. Yes, that's great. Um, so if I ask you to describe the PDS value in three words, which are the three words you would pick and why? Right. Um, well, number one is focus. So we're a school that's very unique in focusing just on the needs of four through eight-year-olds. And everything we do, all of our resources, all of our thinking, all of our practices are devoted to what is best for children at these very early years. But the second word that's right along that, I would say, is the word academics. So while we do plenty of playing here, and we run around outside every day, and um, spend time in fresh air, and lots of very age-appropriate kid activities, we are an academic school. We are not a play-based program. So the children who come here are from families who, have, who want that for their children, who have really spent a lot of time preparing their children for the world and for school. And so we believe um, in challenging academics at the right level for each learner. We don't try to force kids into things before they're ready for them, but what we find is that by providing high expectations and, um, for lack of a fancier word, meaty material, real material, um, that kids eat it up and want more and more, and they're very proud of what they can accomplish. But then I guess I'd have to say the third word um, to me would be nurture. Um, because um, challenge without nurture would be completely inappropriate at this age. You know, and our teachers are expert at knowing when a child needs a little more, when a child needs a little extra support, when a child needs a hug, when a child um, just isn't um, herself that day. Um, and so I think that um, focus, academics, and chat and nurture are um, three framing words, although it's hard to stop there. Yes, I know. So that um, comes my next question. We both know that we live in a neighborhood where we have too many good schools, yes. both public and private. And I personally have toured more than 10 private schools. Have you? Wow. Yes. I but, didn't know that. Yes. But Amazing. I do want to get to know your input. Why primary day? Yes. Yeah. So why primary day is different compared to those already amazing or already yeah. you know, national or worldly recognized schools? Yeah. We are very fortunate in this community. We have some of the best public schools in the nation, mm -hmm. and we certainly have some of the best independent schools, um, not just in the nation, but internationally as well. And so I have to admit, when I first heard about primary day, 
I was a little bit skeptical about how could a small school of about 150 students um, compete in such a competitive um, school, independent school environment, to say nothing of public schools. And um, so what I think makes primary day distinctive is the culture of the school, is what is in the air here every day. If you walk in our building, it's not super fancy, but it is sparklingly clean. It is bright. It is cheerful. There is children's work everywhere. There are lots of windows and sunlight. And all of that is really a reflection of and gets amplified by all the joy and energy and positivity that the kids bring to school every day. Um, so to me, um, there's a very, very positive culture here that is truly all about four through eight-year-olds. And um, because we know that the skills that students learn during those years and the attitudes towards learning and uh, the social skills of how they relate to others, how they give to others, how they become kind, empathetic, caring individuals, all those things are formed in these early years and all those things can be taught. And so we are very purposeful in how we go about meeting um, social and emotional needs just as much as academic and developmental needs and, um, as well. So I think it's the culture, the brightness, the joy uh, that most defines PDS and frankly makes us stand out from other schools um, in a very strong community. Yes, another feedback I want to give you as yeah. a parent when I okay. interview other schools and uh, when I ask them, you know, like London or um, the Hotel Arms across the street mm -hmm. or other schools, whenever I talk about my kids went to PDS, all the teachers or head of school just told me, oh, if your kid is from PDS, we are just going to take them. Right. So that's right. a confidence they have in you. Right. They didn't say it because, you know, uh, the head of school is there or right. they want to make a compliment. It's right. just so natural, flew out of their mouth, said, uh -huh. oh, your kid is from PDS, we are going to take her or take right. him. Well, a funny story, Heather, yeah. is that um, when I first considered um, coming to PDS, I didn't know much about the school. Mm -hmm. And so I called one of my friends who is um, the head of another local school. And um, I asked him, should I get in the search? And he said, I said, I don't, tell me about the school. I don't know anything about it. And he said, well, the school has something about a bird. Um, and that's Biko, <laughs> our mascot. And Biko is an amazing presence in our day-to-day -day lives here. Yeah. Um, but um, he said something about a bird. But he said, the students who come to our school from PDS are the best prepared students in our school. And not only are they academically prepared, mm -hmm. but they have such a positive attitude toward learning. And they're also incredibly kind. And as I have made an effort to visit um, just about every school in the area to which we send children, um, they all have total confidence in um, PDS kids and um, know that they're exceptionally well-prepared, ready for the next step. Yes, even another, though, yeah. Yeah, even though, you know, it's a little counterintuitive in a market that's this competitive for admissions 
to send your child someplace for only four years, right? Um, because you know, after second grade here, you're going to have to apply elsewhere. Yeah. The thing we like to tell families is that their search to find us is the last time they're going to have to be alone in searching for a school. So we're very, very mindful of partnering with families beginning in first grade um, to work on next school placement. Um, and of course, um, I'm involved in all of that. I love that work. Um, and it's amazing to see how far children come every single year here. Um, you, they're so young, a year is a huge percentage of their lives, right? Yeah. Um, so um, I, I think that families put a lot of confidence in us, and I think they find that every child goes on to an excellent school for that child. Um, and um, we're very involved in figuring that out and in advocating for our soon-to-be graduates. Yes, uh, I want to second that because as a parent who just uh, experienced the first ever school application for yeah. my kids, your session is very helpful for us well, because uh, I can read all those school information online. They all resume perfect because right. they live in such a neighborhood. However, it's crucial for us to hear from you as a head of school and also a seasoned educator What's your view about those schools? How right. those schools have shifted over the years? Right. What's their newest, uh, you know, head right. of school, or what's their newest belief, right. or what is the new thing they implemented? Right. And you, you already did the research mm -hmm. and laid out everything for us. Right. So that's very helpful uh, right. for us whenever we wanted to apply yeah. for school. So well, yeah, we that's take it seriously, yeah. you know. And another reason is, um, you know, I grew up in a family that valued education above everything mm -hmm. but like basic love and uh, caring, right? Yeah. Um, and so where we lived, um, we lived because of the education that I was able to get there. And my parents stretched um, to make the best possible college available to me as well. Mm -hmm. um, so I believe deeply in the power of education. You know, it's an old-fashioned thing to say, but... Um, it's the only thing someone can take away from a child, right? Yeah. Is the uh, the educational foundation that that they have. So um, I just believe it's very important. But you know, not every school is for every child, and that's the real trick: finding the right school for each of our uh, young friends. Yeah, that's so true. Another thing that touched me at the Beacon Assembly yesterday is yeah. that uh, at the Beacon, we have the alumni who have already graduated, who is right now much taller than you, and right. Ms. Najika well, came back. Well, some of the second to, graders are taller than me. Yes, <laughs> they just became, you know, teenagers, but right. still they come back for Ms. Najika's Biko special magic powder right, before right. they get to school. Right. And every time they hugged each other, I have tears in my eyes. Right. I just feel that that's why this school is so unique, that bring everybody yeah. together. Right. And the kids, even they graduated, even their adults, or even their parents themselves, they still feel comfortable to send their kids back. Right, yeah. right. Yeah, these Bikos that you mentioned, these are these uh, monthly assemblies that we have where every child in the school is on the stage. Um, at one point or another during the BICO, performing with their class, um, a poem, a song. Um, maybe they're playing some of our musical instruments. Maybe they're 
uh, doing simple dances. Um, but then we also have four announcers, usually, for each class, starting in pre-K. Mm -hmm. um, the children get up, grab the microphone, and introduce the program, tell the audience what they're going to hear, greet them, um, and tell them about the theme of the particular BICO. It's amazing. But um, Oh, and then um, at each BICO, um, the children who have celebrated a birthday that month get called to the front, and um, BICO um, gives each child some magic powder um, that is sprinkled down their back. Um, and they're told, they're asked um, by Mrs. Najeka, our senior faculty member, and the only faculty member to whom Biko speaks. Mm -hmm. um, but um, she gives them um, the magic powder from Biko, and then every child's asked, um, what are they going to be able to do better, or what do they wish they'll be able to do better? Um, now that they're a year older. And uh, th what the kids have to say is uh, just touching and remarkable. Um, but uh, that, I was blown away last year in May. We had our 10-year reunion, and we're very careful to plan it when we have a BICO assembly scheduled. And... Um, so kids who are now seniors in high school come back to the school. And by the way, we also have one-year reunions and five-year reunions. But this one that I'm talking about, these were high school seniors about to graduate. And uh, I guess traditionally they were asked to come before the school and everybody would clap for them. Um, being new and not knowing exactly what the tradition was, I asked um, each senior... Um, to tell us something about themselves and um, what they had learned that they thought was important for PDS kids to know. I was blown away, first of all, by how articulate and poised the children were, but then also by how sweet what they had to say was. Um, and they'd been out of the school for a long time, right? But yep. the very first um, young woman who spoke talked about Make sure you're kind to everyone. It will always come back to you. Mm -hmm. And she remembered that Biko's golden rule is that old saying, um, treat others the way you want to be treated. Mm -hmm. And uh, so she referred to that, and she said she tries to live up to that every day in hopes that they will. Um, the last child said, uh, after having about 20 kids go before him, maybe he felt he was out of things to say, so... His advice to everyone was to brush their teeth. But uh, he then went on also to share some serious things as well. Yes, that's so true. I remember that uh, reunion as well. Oh, do you? Yes, I do. And uh, so many parents have tears in their eyes. Yes. That not only those kids are going into the best universities yes. in the world, but also they still carry the Biko Golden Rule in their heart. Right. And another thing they bring up is that to keep in touch with your students from PDS yes. because you will be lifelong friends. Right. Yeah. Right. And the other thing I should point out is those seniors brought their parents with them. Yeah. Um, some, one family came from California just for this particular Biko. So uh, there's great, great connection to the school. And I always say it um, because I've gotten calls now that I'm you know, been here a while from families who have older children 
who either went here or didn't go here. Um, and, and they asked for my advice on some kind of educational issue or another. And they start by apologizing to me, you know, and I, for asking. And I say, no, 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 you know. Um, once a PDS family, always a PDS family. Yeah. So that connection never ends. Yes. Thank you so much. Uh, I think that reminds me again why I chose PDS as a new parent, and mm -hmm. that's why I promote PDS as a parent. Thank you, Heather. Is that I do remember uh, how unique PDS is and what are the unique values PDS bring each of us yeah. over the years. Uh, so I would like to know what are the events is going to happen in the next couple of months uh, for PDS. What oh, are things to watch for? Yes. Well, we just had a Biko today, mm -hmm. but then on Tuesday, we have our Grandparents and Special Friends Day, which is really right up there as one of the most special days of the school year. Um, we'll, so we'll have a school full of visitors um, then. Meanwhile, we're having lots and lots of admissions visitors and families come through the school. Of course, we'll be gearing up um, for our winter holidays. And one of the initiatives that um, we started this year is um, we're calling it uh, Biko's Feathers. Mm -hmm. And it's an acronym. I can't tell you what it all stands for off the top of my head. But what it is is a unique program of families coming into school and sharing with their child's class family traditions, family um, holidays, fam ways families um, celebrate, what their background is, uh, what their travels are, um, what, and they often bring um, various items from their cultures. One of the great strengths of PDS is that we have um, wonderful diversity here. And um, so, so we have lots of those presentations uh, coming up um, as, as we look ahead. Yes, and I will also, you know, uh, interview a bunch of, you know, parents and the teachers yeah. speak different languages, coming from different cultures, right. to uh, hear their input about, you know, right. yeah, PDS. Right. So, yeah, I really look forward to that right. feather program, and I'm sure right. we can do, you know, uh, make more people know what are the diversity and the inclusion programs going on here. Right. It's yes. a lot. It's yeah. a lot, because um, I, I believe that a school can only be excellent if it's diverse. Yes. Um, and that all children benefit from being exposed to a variety of people from different cultures, religions, ethnic, racial backgrounds, socioeconomic groups, um, and all that, too. Yeah, I totally agree, and uh, I lo really look forward, you know, under your leadership, our diversity and inclu inclusion program can step even further. Yes. Yes. It's important work. Yeah. Thank you so much, Mr. Muffson. I really well, appreciate your time. Thank you so much for suggesting yeah. this in the first place. Yeah, sure. Um, but um, I was very impressed by your background as a podcaster and mm -hmm. amongst all the other things you do <laughs> and do so well. And I'm uh, most impressed by your two children, of course. Um, but, um, but thanks for suggesting it. I've enjoyed talking to you. Yeah, same here. Thank you, everyone, and uh, looking forward to uh, you know our next episodes. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Bye.